Yo, people. <laughs> we gotta come back. Gonna come back, back to back nights with another chin check because uh, we got Kata Eag on Wednesday, right? And uh, you know what I mean? The UFC is just giving away those good fights. So, hey, sounded a little fitting, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, we're gonna break down this card, people. So, uh, yeah. Let's see, uh, let's see what's gonna happen, right? Okay, people, so we have got another UFC event this coming Wednesday. It's uh, UFC Fight Night Cater v. Eeg. Um, Fight Island, of course. And I believe we've got Bisbin, Anik, and Felder on uh, commentary duties. Uh, it's a 11 fight fight card because we lost a fight. Um, and we start off in the prelims with Aaron Phillips, who's 12 and 3. So he makes his way back to the UFC. And he's fighting Jack Shaw, who's 12-0. So this is going to be a bantamweight fight. So, um, let us see uh, see what's going to happen here. So, uh, yeah. Old, um, you know, old Phillips, he... Uh, he was with the UFC, um, he joined in 2014, so he lost to Sam Cecilia at UFC uh, 173, that was Barrera Dillashaw 1, yeah, uh, then he um, had a fight against Matt Hobar, uh, uh Fight Night 49, that was the same year, um, and he lost that fight as well. So both were by decision, he then got cut, and he went on to the regional circuit. So, looks like he, he's had a, he had a few fights at WCF, that WFC even. So he lost his first fight there, but then he won the next three. Um, then he went to Valor, and he won that fight in November 2019. And so, yeah, this will be him uh, coming back. So, um, you know, interesting. Hey, we, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, right? Um, hasn't fought for a while, but you know, I mean, be, he he he's been unbeaten in his last five. So, you know, went to the regionals, kind of refocused, got back on track, and now he's back in the big show. You know, um, looking at his fights. So, uh, you know, he, he's won, I don't know, like, four by, like, KO and punches, you know, maybe five, um, and he's got a couple of submissions, and everything else is, uh, via decision, so, um, yeah, I don't know. I it's, it's always hard to tell, right? His last fight he did win by um KO. So there is that, you know. Um his last decision was in 2018. So uh yeah, that's um that's Aaron Phillips for you. Now, Jack Shaw on the other hand, um, let's take a look at old Jack, the tank, he, um, yeah, <laughs> he's unbeaten, you know, hasn't lost as an amateur, hasn't lost as a professional, didn't lose him as an amateur, 
So technically it's 24 fights unbeaten. Which, you know, definitely a good look. Um, yeah, it, it looks like look, he likes a sub. <laughs> he definitely looks like he likes a submission. Um, that seems to be where he, he, he generally wins. But he's also got a uh, couple of stoppages. You know, two free stoppages on the record. Um, I think he won the Cage Warriors belt. And there was another European title. So, you know, he's fought at, at, in a championship level fight and everything. Uh, he made his UFC debut uh, in September last year. And he beat Nolan Hernandez uh, via rear naked in the third round. Uh, so, um, I don't know, like, they've both kind of been inactive for, like, a, kind of a comparable uh, length of time. Really, September, November, you know what I mean? Um, I think think Shaw's coming in, he hasn't lost, right, so he's super confident, super confident, uh, Phillips, obviously, Phillips is, um, he, 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 you know, he's gone unbeaten in his last five, so he's just feeling all high for getting back, like, he got cut, hey, he, he went out, did what he had to do, he's back in, so I think he's coming in with confidence, but yeah, sure, not lost, so I think I'm going to go with old Jack Shaw, I think I'm siding with the tank on this one, um, yeah, I, I you know, I don't think it's going to be a walkover, but um, yeah, he's got great jujitsu. I mean, so, hey, that's always a help. And the fact, I think, that he has won, you know, he's won by stoppage as well. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'm going with, um, sure. So, our next fight is, um, a women's flyweight, uh, yeah, flyweight, 125. Uh, and we've got Liana Jojoy, who's seven and three, against Diana Belbaja, who's thirteen and five. Um, yeah, so um, Liana, I, I can't even pronounce her her nickname, uh, but. She's coming off a loss. So she lost to um, Sarah Morais in her UFC debut. That was September last year. Um, but before that, you know, she had won like five fights. So she was on a five fight unbeaten run before a UFC debut, which, yeah. Obviously makes sense. Um, yeah, like yeah, hey, she's got some submissions. Got got some good submissions in um, in a in a fights. Um, yeah, like a, a, a one stoppage. You know what I mean, and. Um, yeah, Diana. Now the Warrior Princess. She's also on a a one fight um, losing streak, and that also was her um, UFC debut. The month later, against Molly McCann. Uh, before she got to the UFC, she was on a four fight winning streak. Um, looks like the. She's, um, you know, 
she's got a sub. I think she's got like three subs, but she. I think she like if she's gonna win, it's either decision or it's a stoppage. So uh, yeah, um, I think looking at their records, right. So they're both coming in in to this fight in exactly the same situation, um, but I kind of feel that um, uh, Belbija, you know, she's got more fights, right? So um, she's just got a bit more experience under her belt. So yeah, I'm gonna go with that one, you know. There's not like a great deal that kind of separates them other than just experience. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna side with the warrior princess. So now we go to the um, the featherweight division, and we got Jared Flash Gordon against Chris Fishgold. So um, Jordan's on a 15 and 4 record and fish gold is 18 3 and 1. Um now going into this fight fish gold he he came in I think 4 pounds heavy. Um so he's giving up 20% of his fight purse. Uh and Jared all his corner tested positive. So He's um he's getting Dan Eag and uh, Paul Felder to uh, help him out, which Eag he's in the main event and Felder he's commentating, so that's pretty friggin' impressive that they both are like, listen, we're gonna help you out, dude. Um, so that's nice, man. That's real nice. You you, you know. Your training partners stepped in like that. Um, so let's look and um, see what's happening. So Fish Gold, he's coming off a uh, off a loss. Uh, he lost his last fight to um, Juan Amirakani uh, via Anaconda. In the second round. And that was. Uh, June last year. He fought in. Um, Polaris. In August. Uh, and he, he lost. That grappling match. But. Um, yeah. He, he you know. He, he had a fight in December. That got cancelled. And so. Yeah, this is it. Um, this will be his fourth UFC fight. So at the moment he's two and one. So he he lost his debut to Calvin Cater, which yeah no, it's Cater. Uh, he then beat um Daniel Taymor, so that's an impressive win. Uh, but yeah, lost to Mirakani. Uh. And um, yeah, Fishgold is he he's a BJJ practitioner, so he does like a choke. He's got a good few um, submission victories. Um, Ink just one uh, TKO, and yeah, it's either submit. Or a decision, really. That that that's Fishgold's uh, mo. Um, now, old uh, Flash Gordon. He's also coming off a loss, uh, and that was against Charles Oliveira, uh, and that was November last year. Um, that was a first round stoppage. Um. You know, kind of similar, really. Um, before that, he beat Dan Moret, um, and then he he had lost to Jaquim Silva and Diego Fiera. Um, 
But, you know, he came to the UFC in 2017, won his first two fights. So, yeah, he's had a little bit of a, a rough patch, but, you know, he always comes to fight. Right? So, it, it, it's going to be an interesting situation. Now, he does have a, a few submission wins. He's also got a uh, a few few wins via um stoppage. So he's a tough dude, old Flash Gordon. Um man, it's gonna be a good fight. I, I feel it's gonna be a good fight. Uh I think I think I'm gonna go with Jordan. Yeah. I, I, I think he takes it, you know, like, they both had, you know, they both roughly had the same amount of fights overall, but, uh, yeah, I, I think, um, I think Gordon can knock, can knock you out, and also sub, so he, he's just got a few extra tools, but could Fishgold, um, sub him? Yeah, for sure, and we also have to remember Fishbold is coming in heavy, so there is that, uh, which, you know, it's not the best, it's not the best, but that is the, um, that is the situation, right, so our next fight is, uh, light heavyweight, yeah, we've got, um, Modestas, uh, Bukakas, who is 10 and 2, and he's fighting Andreas Mikaladis, who's 12 and 3, uh, so yeah, so I think the interesting thing about this, they're both making their UFC debut, which, hey, that's a, I think that's always a good thing, right, fighting someone else who's also debuting, it means you're both technically coming in with the same emotions, you know, you've both got that first night jitters, potentially. So you, you, you both have got that same energy, right? So, um, Mikaladis, the Spartan, he's currently on a free fight win streak. Um, his last fight was for Global Legion FC, and that was December last year, won by uh, TKO. In the first round, so it's pretty tasty. Fight before that, spinning back kick, and then the one before that, uh, yeah, punches. Um, yeah, it, like, I mean, he's got one choke, one like one fight he won by side choke. Everything else is either a decision or it's a uh, uh, you know. Some sort of stoppage So That's not bad <laughs> You know what I mean That's not bad right uh, Now Bakakis He's on a 6 fight winning streak um, And he was previously The cage warrior champion uh, So his last fight um, was November last year, so again, you know, they, they're both coming off, they've both been out roughly the same amount of time, uh, he won that fight by elbows in the first round, um, yeah, and, and basically the, 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 the previous three were all stoppages, um, and the two before that were uh, rear naked choke wins, so <laughs> it, it looks like Bakakis can, um, yeah, he can do it all. He's got, um, you know, a few subs, and he's got TKOs. That's how he's basically winning. You know, I think in his pro career, he's got one fight by decision. That's it, and that was his first friggin' professional fight, so, yeah, this could be a bit of a, you know, bit of a barnstormer, as it were, I think looking at 
um, their records and their tool set. I think Bakakas has probably got. I think he's probably got the edge. Yeah, I think it looks like it's gonna be a fun one. But yeah, I think I'm gonna um go with Bakakas here. So next we go to the uh, featherweight division. And we got Ricardo Ramas, um, who's fourteen and two, against Lerona Murphy, who is eight zero oh, and one. Uh, so uh, yeah, it, it should be interesting. Now, um, Ramas is on a two-fight win streak, um, and. Th- his last fight was against Eduardo uh, Gregori, uh, which he won by rear naked choke. That was November last year. Uh, and then before that, it was Journey Newson, um, which was June last year. Okay, so he got into the UFC, uh, Bosch, what, 2017? Okay, so he won his first three fights. Um, then he lost to uh, Said Numarega, Rega, Numa, hmm, Khabib's cousin. Um, yeah, and then he won his next two. So, um, looking. At his record, he's got a good few um submission wins. Uh, yeah, he's got about what five subs and um a couple of stoppages. You know, so um yeah, not bad, not bad at all record wise. Only two losses. Uh, so um, Larone. Um, he drew his UFC debut against uh, Zubaria Tugayev. Um, yeah, it was a it was a weird split decision um, draw. It was on the Khabib Poirier card in um, September last year, and if I remember, yeah, he he should have. Got the win. It was a weird decision. It was so odd. Um, but before that, he's um, yeah, he's got a lot of stoppages. Got a lot of stoppages. Got a um, a submission in his uh, first ever f- amateur fight. But since then, mainly just stoppages, stoppages and decisions. That that's the way. Uh, he's been going. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. This is this is a friggin' tough one, man. This really is a tough one. Um. Yeah. I mean, they they both been out for kind of the same amount of time. Um. Hmm. You know what? I. I think I'm gonna because I imagine that uh Murphy you know I imagine the miracle is um the underdog but you know he's unbeaten it's twelve fights unbeaten so yeah I I'm I'd say he's coming in just crazy confident so yeah I'm gonna go with uh I'm going to go with Murphy here. You know, roll the dice. Uh, see what happens. So, um, our last fight of the fin- of the prelims. So, we go to middleweight. And we've got um, Kazmarat uh, Chimerev against John Phillips. So, Phillips is 22 and 9. And... Um, Chimev is six and O. So uh, yeah. I mean a slight difference in the records. But uh, you know, Chimez is uh hey, he's won his last six, 
right? He's unbeaten. He's uh, super confident, right? So his last fight was um, October last year for Brave um, CF, which is where he's had um, the majority of his fights. And, hmm, he's got a couple of submissions, couple of submissions, and, like, three stoppages, so, yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, he's probably, um, confident in his skill set, and his abilities, now, Phillips... Otherwise, the White Mike Titan... Like, it's a terrible nickname. A terrible nickname. He's on a one-fight win streak. Right? So, um... Yeah, that was against Alan Amedeski. Um, and he got a knockout, like... Straight away, basically. (laughs) <laughs> 14 seconds into the first round So uh, Yeah That's gonna have you on a bit of a high So that fight was September last year um, And he needed that He really needed that he, he he came to the UFC in 2018 Lost to Chris Bird Then Kevin Holland I mean not an easy entry, really. Both rear naked chokes. And then he fought Jack Marsham. And I remember that. That was a battle of whales, as it were. It was a little bit sloppy. Um, and he lost a split decision there. Uh, so, I mean, he, he's got a, uh, you know, a, a few... Um, a few submission wins. He's got a few submission wins, and he's got a uh, a few wins by um, by stoppage as well. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, records and everything like that. Phillips has got the more fights, right? He's got the he's got the most fights out of the both of them. And he's uh, coming off that high from that last win. Chimev, though, hey, he's he's never lost, right? So he's only got six, but all all wins, all finishes, right? So he is going to be real, you know, real confident. Um. They both basically been out the same amount of time, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like competition-wise, Phillips has, you know, he's fought the better guys. He's fought the better guys and at the higher level, right? So, hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, he is a little sloppy, is a little sloppy, but, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with Phillips, yeah, I've not seen Chimev fight, so, it's it's a hard one to, uh, you know, hard one to call, right, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Chimev, and um, we'll see what happens, you know, but that's the... um, that's the prelims, people. That's the prelims. So, uh, yes, we will. Um, we'll see what happens. You know, I think it should be a good enough fight to lead us into the main card. So, yeah, let's see what happens with that. Okay, so our first fight of the main card, we've got Abdul Razak Al Hazan, who's ten and one. Against Munia Laz Lazes, who's nine and one, and this is a welterweight fight. Well, I mean it's a catchweight because Al Hazan came in 
three pounds heavy. So he came in at 174, um, and you know you get a pound either side. So yeah, he came in three over. So he loses 20% of his fight purse. So um, now interesting thing about this. So uh, Lazez, the sniper, he's on a two-fight win streak, and he fights out of Dubai. Right, so uh, that means he should be acclimatized to the weather, right? Um, and these last two fights, that's where they were. Um, so yeah, and his last fight was against Abar Morati, um, first round stoppage, and that was February this year. Um, fight before that also was a first round stoppage And that was October last year Right, so um, Yeah, I mean, looking at his records He's he's mostly stopping you <laughs> He's mostly stopping you He's uh, got one fight via decision That's it <laughs> Yeah, everything else. Yeah, it's like a head kick, um, punches. You know I mean, and the last one was knees. So, yeah, kind of tasty, right? Now, um, Al Hazan, Judo Thunder, he's on a free fight win streak. Uh, fights out of Fortis MMA. So, yeah, no, that's he's got a good camp, man. He's got a real good camp. Um, and yeah, his last fight was Nico Price. But that was 2018. 2018. First round. First round stoppage. Um, before that, it was Sabah Homasi um, on a uh, UFC 2. Um, yeah, 220 Stipe and Garno. Um, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, you know, he joined the UFC in what 2016. Um, but I, I know he had some, there were some issues, right? Um, I think there's a rape charge or something up against his name. Um, so, yeah, he, he was going through a lot. Um, and yeah, I think he talked about that, he, you know, he was feeling suicidal. Because uh, I think it was a big thing up uh, against him as well. So, hey, he um, got all of that sorted out and he gets a fight. So there is that. Now, um, yeah, I mean, he's... Hey, he's Mr. First Round Stoppage. That's how he's that's how he's winning. So they're both heavy punches. Both heavy punches. Um I don't know if the the time out is gonna do anything. Now Fortis have had a few fighters fight in the last few months. So he he's probably been, you know, in the training room helping the guys out. So there is that. But two years out of the octagon itself. Whereas uh Lazez, you know, he, he last fought in February. So mm, I don't know if that's going to be an issue. Mm, but I don't know, El Hazan, like, watching his fights, he, he's, he's got a death touch, man, he really has got a death touch, so, uh, this is a tricky one, now, he came, he came in heavier, oh, my days, hmm, this is a tough one, this really is a tough one. Um, 
I don't know. I think for now, I'm going to go with Al-Hazan, right? But I may change. I may change that because, you know, I, as I mentioned, look, Lazaz, he's a local fighter. So he's accustomed to the heat. He, he came in on weight. So he doesn't have any of those issues. Because if he's... Like, he could hit Al-Hazam with a good body shot, and that could be it, right? Because the compromise, weight cut, and all of that. So, oh, it's a difficult one. I need to see what they look like on the scales. But, for the time being, I'm going to say Al-Hazam. No, but, yeah, I may change tomorrow. So, we'll keep an eye on that one. Uh, so next we go to the women's um, flyweight division And we've got Molly Meatball McCann Who is 10 and 2 Against Talia Santos Who is 15 and 1 So uh, yeah, this This should be a fun one man This should be a fun one So um, Molly is on a free fight win streak which, um, yeah, not bad Not bad And she also had a, a grappling match In that mix as well So, yeah, it's all good, you know But she came in from Cage Warriors She lost her debut But, I mean, she was fighting Gillian Robertson So, hey, that's a tough match But, yeah, she came out of that Um and beat uh, Priscilla Correra. Then she beat Ariana Lipsky. And then uh, Diana um, Belbeja, who's fighting earlier on this card. Right? So they rule decisions. Um, and that last fight was October last year. Okay. And the grappling match was November last year. So let's take a uh, let's take a look at her competition at Santos. Um Yeah, she lost her last fight, right? Um it was a split decision and that was Mariah uh, Romero Barella, uh, and that was February. That was February last year. So, you know, she's been scheduled for a few fights that all got cancelled. I know. I'm assuming it's like an injury issue, something like that. Um, she got to the UFC via the Contender series. Um. Hmm. Yeah, this is an interesting one, right? Um, she's got a good few uh, stoppages on her record. Um. Yeah, got a good few stoppages. McCann. Um, you know, I know she won her last, her last three via decision. Um, but yeah, she's got, you know, she's got a few stoppages of her own Um, I think the difference is the activity I mean, the difference is the activity here So, I think I'm going to go with Meatball Yeah, I think, um, Molly takes it That'd be an interesting one though Will definitely be an interesting, uh, an interesting fight because you know Santos. She's got a good record. She yeah, she's just she's been out a long time, right? Um, so next we go to the uh, featherweight division, and we've got Jimmy Rivera against Cody Stamen. Oh, this is this is gonna be a fun fight, man. Now, 
if you remember, we saw, um, you know, we saw the Spartan um, last month. Yeah, he fought on the Nunez Spencer card, UFC 250, uh, where he fought um, Brian Boom Boom Keller, and he got a decision. And um, that was the same week his younger brother died. So that was such an impressive performance. Such an impressive performance, man. Um, Yeah, you know, he drew the fight before that and um, won the fight before that. You know, his only um, loss in the UFC was Aljamain Sterling. Which, (laughs) you know what I mean, that's... Hey, that that's always a tough fight, right? Um it's been in the UFC since twenty seventeen. Made his debut against Teron Ware. Uh now Rivera El Terra um he's on a two fight losing streak. He's on a two fight losing streak. Both um decisions Right, so there was PT Peter Yan. Um, that was November last year. Sorry, that was ugh, that was June last year, and before that, um, it was Al Jermaine Sterling, uh, which was February last year. So they both have Sterling as a um, common opponent. Uh, his last victory was against John Dobson, uh, you know, September 2018. But when you look at the record, Rivera's fought, man, he's fought a who's who. You know what I mean? Pedro Munez, who we're going to see um, soon against Frankie Edgar. Uh, Yuri Alcantara, Uriah Faber, Thomas Almeida, Marlon Marais. I he's fought so many of the top contenders. Brian Kelleher, who they both fought. So yeah, this is a this is gonna be an interesting one. This really is gonna be an interesting one. And although he's lost his last two. Rivera ain't done. You know what I mean? Rivera definitely is not done. And they are similar. They are very, you know, they're very similar. You know, they're very, they're both real tough. And, hey, you know, Rivera was on UFC Unfiltered this week. And he sounds super, super confident and super focused. Right, so, um, yeah, you know, Cody, he, he, he won the last fight, right, and I guess he just wants to keep busy, you know, keep his brother's memory alive like that, but, um, you know, now he's had more time for that to kind of hit him, uh, I, you know, who knows, right? Who knows? So, as I said, look, they're both similar. They're both similar. Uh, the difference is um, Rivera's record, right? 22 and 4. Now, Stamen is 19, 2 and 1. So, it, he's not that many fights behind. But I think Rivera's fought at the, the highest level for a longer period. And he's fought just a who's who. So, yeah, I'm going to take Rivera in this one. Um, then we were at our co main event. You know, uh, it's at the flyweight division. And we got Tim Elliott, 15, 11, and 1, against Ryan Buenar, uh, who's 10 and 6. So, um, man, Elliot's on a free fight losing streak. 
so he last fought, and it was, yeah, it was recently, man, he fought in May against uh, Brandon Royville, uh, and he lost that via arm triangle, and, whoa, Royville, yo, Royville was, man, that was his, his debut, and he really came to fight, he looked really good, and, you know, he, he, he got that sub in the second round, and he, he, he just wore Elliot down, which is something you don't usually see, um, so, yeah, before that was Askar Askarov, um, he lost a decision, that was on the McGregor Cerrone card in January, and then he, uh, lost to Davison Figueredo, um, that was October last year, and that was guillotine choke, uh, and yeah, Figueredo is going to be fighting Benavidez for the belt. Uh, so, you know, they, look, they're tough guys. He lost to tough guys. But he has just been super inconsistent. Um, his last win was against Mark De La Rosa, uh, which was in 2017 on the Cyborg home card. And he won that by Anaconda Choke. But... Yeah, like, ever since Demetrius, he's just been, like, win-lose, win, and then, yeah, then it's his last three. So, uh, it's just been up and down, and he's got that reckless style, which has seen him get into trouble, right? And I think people have kind of, They've worked him out a bit. You know, they know he's going to... They know he's got that unorthodox style. But he also will put himself in compromising situations. You know? And um, <clears throat> Ryan Buenoir, he... Um, the baby face, he lost his last fight. Uh, was a split decision. Right? So that was against... Um, Heli Al Alteng, um, and that was December last year. Uh I think that was the um the zombie Edgar card in Korea. Um, he won his um UFC fight before that. Uh, that was a head kick. I was 2017 though. So yeah, it's been a bit of a interesting one for Benoit. But Benoit does like he's his hands have looked a lot better, you know, of late. Right? Um he's he's tough. Yeah, he's no walkover. And he has fought some tough dudes, you know, Brandon Moreno, uh, Sergio Pettis, Ben Nugent, um, yeah, you know, uh, this is a tough fight, it's a tough fight, man, um, hmm, I think... Oh, god damn it, man. This is such a tough one. Um, <clears throat> you know what? He has been susceptible to a submission. Um, I'm going to go with Elliot. Yeah, I, I think Elliot is going to, um, yeah, just break that bad patch he's on. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Elliot gets the win. It's gonna be a tough fight, though. Gonna be a tough fight. Uh, but yeah, be um, it's gonna be interesting, right? Uh, but yeah, then we get to our main event, people, and this is 
Ooh, this is a tough one. Right, we got Dan Eag, who's 14 and 2. And he's going to get up against Calvin Cater, who's 21 and 4. So, yeah. <laughs> now, Dynamite E, he is on a six fight win streak. The last being that split decision over Edson Barboza, which he got um, in uh, May this year. And he, he also beat uh, Missed Betic. Um, that was a split decision, too. That was in. February on the Jones Reyes card. Um, before, before that, he beat Kevin Agliera, Danny Henry, Jordan Griffin, Mike Santiago. Like his lone UFC loss was his debut against Julio Arce. Um, and he got to the UFC via the contender series where he beat uh. Luis Gomez. <laughs> um, uh, no J though. <laughs> um, now, um, Eeg, yeah, he's got a, a few submission wins. Got a few decision wins. Um, he's got a few stoppages as well. Uh, his last finish... Was uh, the rear naked on Danny Henry? Uh, that was March 2019. So, um, Kader, he's on a one fight win streak. So, uh, yeah, that was against Jeremy Stevens, which was in, um, yeah, that was May this year. So, that was the Ferguson Gaethje card, UFC 249. Um, so yeah, I think that was the event before Eeg's fight uh, Now, look, before the Stevens one He had the, the loss to Sabit Which, you know, we know what happened there He won that last round um, And if that had been a five round fight I think Kato was getting that stoppage, man. But hey, he's yeah, he's had some impressive friggin' wins, man. Like knocked out uh Ricardo Lamas, Chris Fishgold, uh Shane Burgos, got decision against Andre File. Yeah, yeah, he he's he's had some Good fights, man. Some real good fights. Uh, came to the UFC 2017. Um, only losses are Renato Morricano and Zabit. Both decisions. Right? So, uh, yeah, there's that. Now, Cater, he's... Uh, yeah, he can knock you out. He can knock you out. Um... He's had some uh, submission wins earlier on in his career. Um, the last being 2009. But look, he trains with Rob Font. And yeah, they, they, they definitely, from conversations he's had, you know, he's talked to Matt Sarah in the past about, you know, putting on the gi and all of that. Uh, so yeah, he, we know he can... Yeah, he, he he does BJJ. So, you know, I, I, I don't think there's any issues in that regard. And I just think Cater... I think Cater is... He's got the edge. I think he's got the edge. I think Eeg is coming into this fight uh, just at the wrong time. You know, Cater has fought that, that higher echelon. Um, you know, not to say Eeg, you know... He's not. He is a. He's a tough dude. You know, he, he he's not a walkover or anything like that. And he comes out of you know extreme couture, so it's a, a tough card. They both came to the UFC around the same time. But yeah, it's just Cater's just been you know killing it. 
Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna take Kader for the win, but uh, it's gonna be an interesting fight, you know. Definitely gonna be an interesting fight, but yeah, that's the picks, people. That's the picks, and um, you know, we got another fight card on Saturday, so <laughs> it don't stop. You know what I mean? But uh, who would have it any other way? Right, uh, but yeah, we will get to um Saturday's card on another day. But yeah, we'll we will see how um how all of these picks go because hey, last time we didn't do that badly, you know. I I, I think we picked some. I think we got every fight on the main card. Yeah. Every fight on the main card was correct last time out. And, man, on the prelims, we didn't do too badly either. Didn't do too badly on the prelims. So, uh, yeah, we've been on a bit of a roll of late, people. So, let's see if that streak continues. Okay, people, so, uh, yeah, that's it, another episode, man, um, a little bit of fight news, um, so it seems that Bellator are, um, yeah, they're planning a few, um, events, they've, it sounds like they've rebooked Michael Chandler against Benson Henderson, the rematch for the 7th of August, and uh, Sergio Pettis against Ricky Bandages um, on the 24th. But no word if the 24th card is a go yet. So uh, we'll have to wait and see um, what's happening on that front um, with fights. So um, we've it, it seems like we're gonna get a uh, Alexander Overeem against Augusta Sacco as a Saki on the fifth uh, of September card, along with that Monta- Montana De La Rosa Mariana Moraes fight. So uh, yeah, that should be fun. And um, then Randy Costa. Against Journey Newsom for the 26th of September. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it with the fights. Um, Mar- Marlon Marais has tested um, COVID positive. So I mean, that's bad for him, but it does make the bantamweight challenger picture a little bit clearer, you know, so because he was calling out Yan, but, um, no, I think that really helps uh, Al Jermaine's case, so hopefully, you know what I mean, and um, also, so, I can't remember if we talked about this yesterday, god damn it, but, uh, yeah, UFC 251, that sold a hundred, supposedly a hundred thirty. Sorry, a hundred and three million. So that's not bad. And I think the prelims were on um, one million. So yeah, not bad at all. But um, yo, that's us people. Uh, so we've got another card on Saturday. We've got the um, uh, Figueredo Benavitez rematch. If um, Figueredo is all clear on his tests when he gets to uh, Fight Island, but uh, yeah, well, I think we'll probably be breaking that one down on uh, Friday. So uh, yeah, we will um, be back then. But hey. Enjoy the fights tomorrow, people. Alright? Cool. Peace.